Welcome to Two Idiots and a Dog Presents Zolgar's Comic Chat, a mostly solo cast where I read through my ever-growing comic book and graphic novel collection and talk about them. If you hadn't already figured it out by now, I am, as always, Zolgar. This episode, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I've noticed that some of these episodes run shorter than I want because ultimately, sometimes there's just not a lot to talk about with a given book, especially when it's not going to be an 8-12 to issue paperback or equivalent. This week, I'm covering the first two issues of Koi Wolf from Comic Cartel by Bert Arista and Gabriel Hernandez, and Monster by Ryan Quackenbush. We'll open with Koi Wolf. Like most of my indie and small press books, I picked this one up at a convention after chatting with the creators. Gabriel and Bert were very friendly, eager to talk about their comic, and clearly passionate about it. Koi Wolf is a supernatural superhero book inspired by pre-colonial American legends. It focuses primarily on Canarita, a mixed-race American soldier in the 1980s, possessed by Quetlactli. I apologize if I botched that, I am going off a of pronunciation key. According to the comic, the Aztec spirit of the coyote, though I cannot speak to the veracity of that. In traditional superhero fashion, the book opens up with the inciting incident which gives her her powers, in this case the death of her mother, the previous host of the coyote spirit, and follows Canalita as she discovers her powers and comes to terms with them, while also investigating what happened to her parents. Spoiler, not really, it happens literally in the first four pages of book one, they were murdered by a corrupt sheriff in Nogales, Arizona. Oh, and of course, she starts foiling the cartel's drug-running exploits, because clearly just a corrupt sheriff isn't enough for a deal with. The writing is solid, balancing what is and is not shown. It addresses issues of racism and sexism, as it should given the region and time period the book takes place in, but it handles them with care. The dialogue never feels forced or out of place, well, with the except for one random fourth wall break in the second book. It was amusing, but it really didn't fit with the tone otherwise. The art is also solid, kind of a blending of modern and dark age in a way that reminds me a little bit of classic Judge Dredd, though not quite as busy or detailed. That is not to say that Arista didn't put a lot of detail into the books, of course. It's full color with muted backgrounds, though there's still details to be had in the backgrounds. The action is always clear, and there's some great stylistic choices in how the action sequences are paneled, allowing the action to be followed while still displaying how chaotic and confusing fights can be. As a note, while the main character of these books is an attractive young woman, drawn by a man, there is never really any gratuitous eye candy shots. We're not treated to a casual shot of her coming out of the shower, barely covered by a towel, or even in the classic, I had my spine surgically removed so I could stand in this impossible pose to show off both my tits and ass at the same time, type poses. Even in the sequence where she is in the spirit realm, naked, she is never really sexualized. I should touch on the spirit realm sequences for a moment. While the rest of the book is full color, these are black and white, pitch black backgrounds with white and gray shade details, and the coyote spirit is beautifully and terrifyingly detailed. While the rest of the book has this almost cartoony, caricature type style, the coyote spirit is like something out of a dark horror book, and I love it. My only complaint is that there's only two books in the series, and it doesn't really resolve anything. Book number three when, guys? If there's any dog noises in the background, I apologize. Kaiju is fussing with the neighbor's dogs in the backyard right now. On to Monster. 
Monster is a bit of an interesting concept piece. It is a rendition of the story of Frankenstein, written to be accompanied by a specific piece of classical music. Written and illustrated by Ryan Quackenbush, and he's, he's an interesting character. Most of his comics are one-offs inspired by music. If I recall right, I landed on Monster by asking him for his favorite of the ones he had when I met him. It's a 24-page standalone comic with minimal words, relying mostly on the imagery. Written to be accompanied by Prelude in C-sharp minor, Opus 3, number 2, by Sergei Rachmaninoff. A roughly four-minute piece of music, the comic works in that time beautifully, and the music really does elevate the comic beyond just the words and pictures on the page. Though it works well alone, too. Monster is the story of a broken man detached from the world and mourning his deceased wife, while trying everything to find a way to bring her back. The writing shows his descent down a dark and twisted path as he blames the world for his wife's murder and seeks vengeance upon them all using the corpse of her murderer as the instrument of that vengeance. The art is not what one would normally expect from a comic. It's black and white and red with a lot of detail in what I think would be called the cubist style. Sharp lines, high contrast, rather blocky with sharp edges and corners. Overall, I think it's a style that works incredibly well for this book, but might not work as well in other books. In conclusion, Coywolf, a fun superhero romp well worth picking up. A bit bloody in some adult language, but overall not something I would consider a mature title. If I had a kid, I'd probably let them read it, but your mileage may vary. The only reason I would say not to pick this up is because you might find yourself frothing at the bit for book number three, which I have not been able to find any word on yet. Monster. It's hard to do something original with Frankenstein, but this is it. A cool concept piece that I think is well worth the read, though due to its stylistic nature, it's definitely not a book for everyone. No harsh language, no graphic violence, gore, or nudity. Some mild horror imagery. Well, there's nothing about it to make it unsafe for children. I can't imagine a lot of kids enjoying it. Comics writing update. Not a lot here. I've been trying to brainstorm the concept that I've been working on for NaNoWriMo, and it, I'm just at a wall. I've got a lot of details about the world, some concept of who the main characters are, a great opening line. I just have no story, no plot, no point. So, a couple months ago, I wrote a piece of flash fiction inspired by a writing prompt about a soldier returning from war and the age-old time traveler question, would you kill baby Hitler? I'll drop a link to it in the show notes. I think it's a cool little story. The world that that takes place in is the one rattling around in my brain. It would focus on new recruits in the agency that regulates time travel after the time war is over slash never happened. I can't get the world and that organization out of my head, but my asshole of a brain refuses to give me an actual story to go with it. Maybe I need to sit down and chat with some people and just see if others have input that can kickstart my stupid brain into giving me a story idea. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. If you didn't enjoy this episode, please consider sharing it with someone you don't like so they can suffer too. Either way, I appreciate your listening and would love to hear your thoughts. Also, be sure to listen to the other shows from Two Idiots and a Dog Media. In most of them, there's even actually two of us. If you'd like to keep in touch, you can find us on pretty much all the social media platforms at TIAD Media. Typically, I'm the one you'll be interacting with there. You can also join us on Discord, 
and you will find all of the pertinent links in the show notes. No promo this week. Instead, I'm going to give a quick mention to something important, which are the guys behind Koi Wolf support. Across the U.S., indigenous women are significantly more likely to be victims of violence, murder, and abduction than non-indigenous women, even other women of color. There are several organizations providing services and support to victims and their families and advocating for change. I will link a couple in the show notes. Please consider donating if you can afford it, and if not, at least sharing them to help raise awareness of this issue. Much as it is easy for most of us to look at this and say, not our problem, that's exactly how it became such a prevalent issue because we, as a society, have looked the other way for far too long. If you want to send kaiju fan mail or reach out to the idiots for anything, you can email us at tiaadmedia at gmail.com. If you're a comic creator and would like me to cover yours, feel free to reach out as well. Lastly, if you want to support our dream of being successful enough to actually be able to afford food, you can support us on Patreon or Ko-fi. We are TIAAD Media on both, and you can of course find links in the show notes. 